welcome back to the Black Allegiance Podcast. I'm back with my main girl, Jessica Gates. Peace, peace, peace. How's everybody doing? Happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Um, I'm fresh from vacation. Could use another one. <laughs> How was the vacation? Um, it was nice. Uh, what was the vacation slash celebration? To yeah, you, right? celebrating my son's second birthday. Um, we decided um, before he was born that we would try to do some type of family outing mm-hmm. uh, for each one of his birthdays. So the past two years, we've done Columbus, the Columbus Zoo, and then um, the water park. So, so how was it? How did he enjoy it? Um, the zoo he loved. Uh, okay. He actually stayed awake most of the time. As opposed to the last time? Yeah, last time okay. he like slept through the whole zoo part. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Um, and this year was better because last year we tried to do the zoo and water park all in one day. And it was just... Too much for his little body. Yeah, so he enjoyed the zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water park, not so much. <laughs> really? What... what? <laughs> Okay, what what not? Let me not even... Uh, so, he... So, prior to going to Columbus, like, I had tried to get him to get in the water with the splash pad and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he was not a fan. Uh, okay, he's not a water... Yeah, he baby. told me <laughs> no on several occasions. Oh. Even, <laughs> okay. Even on the way to, like, the tiny, the toddler splash pad. Oh, he already saw what it was and said no. Yeah. <laughs> he would only let me walk him so far before he would start pulling away. So oh, No, that's right. Um, and he then knows I his limits. I think his sister might have made it worse. How? Because uh, after the third time I attempted to uh, take him over there, I let the kid try to take him to came back and said no still. So I was like, well, just let him, because we had got a cabana, and we had the all-you-can-eat package. And, okay. Um, As we laid out. Nice. Yeah, and then we have the bracelets where you can skip the line for the, the water slides and stuff. So I had told them, you know, don't worry about just let them stay in the cabana, and he'll be fine. So me and... The husbands, we went and got on the Adalasi River for a little bit. Okay. Nice. You know, when I came back, his shorts were off and he was knocked off sleep. So oh, that's right. And so they had told me um, London had tried to take him back over there and he got sprayed in the face with some water. So that wore that little poo out. He was stressed. He had to lay down after that. Yeah. So, oh. but overall, it was nice Good. to. The Airbnb we had was really, really nice. Was, okay. Was it close to the zoo? No, it was like a 25-minute ride. Okay. Uh, but it was worth it because, yeah. like, the Airbnb was, like, right outside of downtown Columbus and then, mm-hmm. um, like, two miles from the OSU campus. So now How far is Columbus from us? How long is the drive? It was, like, three hours and, like, 15 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, not a bad drive. The Airbnb was like awesome, nicest Airbnb uh, that I've ever stayed in. Uh, nice. Yeah, so much. So I like looked it up on Zillow, and like the lady, like the transformation of this house because she got it for like forty thousand. I was worth like three twenty five. Oh, so I already know what that's looking like. Probably really nice finishes and nice touches, yeah. and nice decor. Nice. Yeah, like she knocked out. 
you could tell it used to be a, a bedroom and added it to make a master suite and had a really nice shower and like the master's bathroom and master suite was like all one room so mm-hmm. it was really oh, dope. decked out nice. and yeah so overall um and i'm glad like sunday was a chill day so we didn't have to like get back on the road we could just relax so that was uh really nice so nice sounds like it was a good birthday experience yeah. and a good family experience for everyone mm-hmm. ali i think ali enjoyed going up and down the steps the most at the house yeah <laughs> you know and that's the thing i hope i don't have kids obviously but when I hear of parents planning these birthdays, and I know it's good, but kids honestly are fascinated by the smallest parts, like the box, the string. Like mm-hmm. I feel like some of the pageantry is for parents just a little bit. Yeah. I get it. I think it's for the parents mostly. But when you just think of what the baby enjoyed most and whatnot like that, it's always just they're like cats. They, they like they like the small things. But obviously it's still fun, all the stimuli and seeing all the colors and sights and sounds. I'm yeah. not obviously mm-hmm. knocking that, but... And he had already, like, he loved giraffes. Giraffes right now are his favorite animals. You said, oh, giraffes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went <laughs> right to the gift shop and picked up a, <laughs> a giraffe. A, yeah, stuffed nice. animal giraffe. I'm like, oh, I have to get this for you. How is he on the drives? Is he pretty good? Um, he, Or is it all in timing? I mean, it, it, it's... So, going there... I knew he would be okay because, like, we left right around his nap time. So, he was maybe up the first 40 minutes and then he he woke up sooner than i thought but he was fine still mm-hmm. um leaving was what i was worried about because we were leaving so early in the morning like i knew he would not be asleep which oh. i was correct but he fussed a little bit somewhere in there but he was for the most part he did pretty good like he fell asleep like the last 30 minutes oh, so. okay yeah, he was good. So <laughs> he's at the last thirty minutes. Yeah. That's cool though. Next year will, will be a true test. Cause, oh, and when he's three. Yeah, because we're talking about doing uh, Gatlinburg in Tennessee. Oh, that should be cool. He's so chill though. But best blessings on this next three hundred and sixty mm. some odd. Day. No, three hundred fifty some odd days. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited uh, for the joyful twos. Yeah. The terrific twos, as we should call them. Yeah, he's um, he's something. It's just amazing just watching him grow. And like I was looking at pictures from the year before when we were at the zoo versus this year, and it's just amazing how how much bigger he's gotten so fast. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah, they do so much growing. I can't even remember the the science on like the percentage of just growth and whatnot. Yeah, he's already three feet tall. So. Oh my gosh. That's tall. Yeah. That's really, really tall. Does he still like cuddles, though? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, we're in the struggle of trying to get him to fully sleep in his crib at night. And... Oh, really? Okay. All right. Well, good luck, good luck, good luck, and happy birthday, and I'm glad you guys had yeah. a good birthday experience. So, uh, elections. Yeah, let's 20, a 22 primaries. Exactly. The 2020 or yeah, 2022 primaries. What were your thoughts? Well, what were your predictions and were any of, well, yeah, I'll go with that. What were your predictions? Um, I got the governor race right. I thought, uh, what's her name? Truder Dixon or mm-hmm. for the Republican for the get the nomination. Um, it'll be interesting. You have, 
I think Gretchen Whitmore has a hardcore base in the Detroit area. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially now that Trump has endorsed uh, Dixon to see how much weight and he still has. I know he said something so. It was so left. It was a Trump. It was a Trump comment. Yeah. So some of his, some of the candidates he endorsed did well, and mm-hmm. then some of them got crushed. So of course, it was yeah. a it was definitely a mixed bag. I, I am sad because it's looking like for the first time in seventy years, Detroit will not have a uh, person of African American descent in Congress. Uh, that's and that's crazy and i know a lot of people are blaming the redistricting and ego and splitting of votes and whatnot i know i listened to 9 10 a little bit you know how they go 9 10 a.m and whatnot but i know that was um just a, a really big criticism from some of the leaders that it's, it's too many too many cooks in the kitchen what do you feel about that because you i remember the candidate who you wanted to support and whatnot like that was the oh, sister um, um, proportion? Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel about that? Do you think there's too many people? Do you think we need to kind of strategize and come together more? Or yeah, like I felt once Rashida Tlaib said she was going to run in the 12th district, uh, all the focus should have been on getting a a a a true black candidate in the 13th <laughs> district because um, there was no way in hell in my book that anybody was going to defeat uh Rashida Tlaib in the 12th uh, oh no of course she she won by a landslide she won she, yeah I mean the Jan- unofficial count is almost 17,000 the closest person behind her is Janice, Janice Winfrey, Winfrey which yeah 9,000 should have never been on the ballot in the first place but I died <laughs> okay okay but no so about this 13th district though that is pretty stacked so the winner as we all know is our favorite three <laughs> oh, Thanador. Yeah. Uh, he With he keeps just boys. popping up. So uh. do you think? Well, that's they're, so they're saying it's not the official count because Adam Hollier he's he's trailing he's behind con- him with a little bit. So per the website, they have ten to ten thousand two hundred forty eight for Shreri, and then for Adam Hollier he's at ten thousand one hundred and seventy. So that's not necessarily too far off. Yeah, I think they're going to do a recount just to verify. Because that's where we're at but, in the world. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like either the support should have been thrown squarely behind Holly and let him go one-on-one with Street, or it should have been thrown behind Portia. I don't think. She got some good, yeah. You're, well, Portia had, had the majority of the the big endorsements, the teachers union. And you told me about the, that, yeah. Versus the sister who's on the board, yeah. who didn't uh, necessarily get you all support, because you guys said Rodney's a teacher. You you said that um, Portia was a little bit more in sync with some of the goals and objectives you felt yeah, that represented so, the educational. Um, she also got the free press endorsement. Uh, she did so well. I, I just, hmm. I don't know. Is I think as the Detroit Democratic Party has to come better and and strategize. I just think that it's not even just, and it seems to be this this the case for just Democrats. It's not even on a local thing, even just nationally. When I think of just where we're at, I feel like that's just always been our Achilles' heel, our one of our Achilles. Well, we only got two of them, 
um, <laughs> you know, physiologically speaking. But anywho, yeah, I just feel like that's always been just our downfall is just not necessarily strategizing. And like you said, just coming together and being more cohesive uh, and whatnot, especially with with this redistricting and whatnot. And there is definitely criticism of who, you know, the 13th district represented. If you had to have one bullet point as to why you didn't think he was necessarily maybe the best person for that district, what what would it be? Because I do hear the I, I get it, but what what would be your? I don't think he's ever truly represented the the values uh, of the mm-hmm. citizens of the city of Detroit. Uh, it I seems think, inorganic. I think he's an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's ran for damn near every <laughs> local office other than. <laughs> mayor that you could run for he has the Um, he has the funds to do so too yeah and just looking at where his his win was it it wasn't in the city of detroit uh, which goes back to the splitting of the vote like his win was down river that's where he solidly outperformed all of the others Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it'll be interesting to see um if he does hang on just what type of platform he has once he gets to congress um to me, he speaks a bunch of bullshit, but mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. itself, so. Rodney's mad. Y'all hear him over here yeah. with these? He didn't drop a couple of uh, a <laughs> couple of words. I don't. I don't know. It's just upsetting when you see somebody that that you know pretty much as a career politician. Of course, yeah, yeah. It, and like you said, most of the support was downriver. I've been see- now that you say that, I have been seeing a lot more. Um, you know, just reports about how that area is just um, having a pretty good economic turn right now and whatnot. So I'm just curious. Yeah, if maybe Wine they Dot was just in the Wine paper. Dot. Yeah, I've seen a lot of, you should check out Wine Dot downtown in the riverfront. And I, I, I'm a comment reader. I love to read comments. And it was saying, oh, it's great down here, the restaurants and dot, dot, dot. But then you see more people who look like us saying, well, just make sure, you know, because of the police and everything. So I, I say all that to say, I wonder if maybe the people there associate him with way, maybe more progressive image and stuff like that and anything but black. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't, I know none of the local Detroit candidates did a good job of. Uh, Touching that area. Yeah, um, their their focus was mainly around uh, Detroit and sure. the Oscar represented to suburbs. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So do you feel like that was a missed opportunity quite possibly that cost them? I don't or, know if it's a missed opportunity because yeah, I don't know truly if they were the going to vote how they were going to vote. Yeah, the, if they ever had a chance of uh, garnering to know votes. It's kind of like the 12th district. Janice Winfrey never had a chance. Like, So do you feel like she should have not had her name on the ballot, so to speak, then? I'm still wondering how she's the city clerk. but You know, and you see how many votes she... she she did very well versus Chanel Jackson and Kelly uh, Garrett. Yeah, she came in with 9,000. You know, obviously that... Well, a lot of that is name recognition. 5, that's it. And that's that's the thing, too. I think Detroiters are kind of comfortable with faces. We, I mean, that's everywhere. People are comfortable with faces they know and just name association as well, too. So that definitely is it as well, too. But I don't know. I'm interested to see... Um, now that the primary done, what happens with the governor race here? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the governor race would be a referendum on how um, people in the state feel about abortion in particular. Um, you have one very pro-choice um, candidate and one very pro-life candidate. So mm-hmm. 
Um, I think that's going to be one of the issues that that may drive voters out either way. Oh yeah, it's definitely one of those hot ticket items. That's that's why that part of this is so showy to me, unfortunately, and whatnot. But no, I definitely think it will. And the fact that we're a state that could go either red or blue, it you know it can sway because I know this last election we were well, we were for Joseph Wright, but prior to that it was Trump. So obviously we sway. Um, you know yeah, those are federal the, elections, but the the still. Reagan whatever they call them the Reagan Democrats in Macomb County. Oh wow, swung for Trump. So oh my god, yeah. Yeah. No, but it is interesting to see. I, I I haven't looked at any polls of what the general sentiment is of pro-life versus pro-choice in uh, Michigan. Do you have an idea of? It's, it's more pro-life. It'll be a matter of Damn. getting them out to the polls. Those pro-choice, pro-choice people will go vote and whatnot yeah. like that. So I guess it, it, you mean you have to maybe mobilize more of the pro-choice people yeah, now pro- at this point. Jeez. That, yeah. Well, it's... It'll be interesting. I do think pro pro choice has a strong vote and base here in Michigan. I'm sure they do. Especially, I'm sure. especially in the Metro Detroit area. Um, of course, it should be. It's the the rural downriver area. And and you know people just vote against their own interests in certain things like this. And obviously it's just even, it's not even just the right to abortion, but even contraceptives and plan B mm-hmm. is on the table as well too. And whatnot like that. So I just wish maybe more people were informed about it uh, and whatnot, but it'll, I mean, I know which way my vote sways on that, but it'll be interesting to see yeah. how that, how that breaks down. Even the, the cost is up now, even just with, um, this being, you know, lingering and whatnot. Obviously, I can't time every woman, but I've I have a friend who recently had to utilize some of those, you know, services and whatnot. And there was a wait list. The price has gone up. I know people who have talked about Plan B is going up as well too. Just the cost of scarcity rises and whatnot like that. So, yeah, it's just it's just crazy that we're still talking about that. You know, stop talking about that this in 2022, but. It just seems like political fodder and entertainment. Probably. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see who better utilizes the issue to get, to drive their base out. That's to, true too. In yeah. which way um, independents are on its way? Um, I think we already got a signal of that in Kansas. Masali, mm-hmm. um, red state, voted overwhelmingly to protect abortion rights. So. We'll see. Hopefully so. Yeah, I, I hope so. But the fact that, like I was saying, we do go both way. We are bipartisan. Yeah. Here. So, you know, voting trend wise and whatnot. We shall see. Okay, shall so see. Speaking of other legal news and things dealing with the government and jurisdiction and the law. So, um. Just days apart, it seems like Deshaun Watson and Brittany Gardner. Uh, I guess let's start with Brittany. Uh, BG. Uh, sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. Um, mm-hmm. How do you? So we touched on it last week, but not last week, but the 
previous discussion because that was when the whole LeBron thing came about. Yeah. And you didn't think he would put himself in that predicament. And I can't remember your sentiment. Do you, do, were you of the stance of she should have done it? Or where, where were you, do you remember where you were at two weeks ago? I, I, just, I mean, I don't. Right now, I feel like she's being she's a political ploy at this point. Oh sure. Um, even prior to that. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, we're talking about a trace amount of marijuana. Uh, and then it's like, how 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 did it get in the country? So you mean to tell me it was able to bypass the other you know setups prior to and, that? Yeah, yeah, customs and just whatever their processes for checking stuff. So obviously, it was in. So I. I so she was sentenced to nine years for that. So I have know. a few thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody shared, uh, I don't know if it was Plies, saying, where's Kamala, where's Joe, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like it's a lot of misinformation at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, Redirect us, our history so, teacher. One, um, there, there's always been ongoing negotiation between Russia and the U.S. Mm-hmm. as far as prisoner swaps. They have people we want back. We have people they want back and so mm-hmm. on. So um, this this is not new. Um, what is new is it's been a long time since, what, probably 1991, where tensions between the two countries were this high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also feel like it's disingenuous for people to try to fully understand Russian law. <laughs> <laughs> What and so just you think mean the U.S. Just go for our emotions? Well, that's I, I, wrong. Yeah, I, I just think like people are like, well, the U.S. can wave a match and one like Kamala and Joe could go over there and get her out. Like that's. Well, you know, Americans are pretty full of ourselves, and I think maybe this is the wake up call of us realizing and, that we don't have that stronghold. And then you know you have the, the very conservative people saying she committed a crime, she got to do time, blah blah blah. Maybe she shouldn't. Maybe this will teach her that America really is free. Like I've seen a bunch of because she had made some remarks prior. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I saw and she that. She was very uh, pro Biden um, and anti Trump. Um, so the a lot of, I've seen a lot of especially Fox News people. So that's what she gets essentially. Yeah, speaking out and basically saying. She shouldn't have went over there, too. She should have respected She's them. been over there for years. Has yeah. she, hasn't she been going over there for over six years? Yeah. So, and then I guess my other point is, is we we pick and choose when we want, depend on what side we are on, when we want people to be made example of. Oh, of um, course. Yeah. No, I, I just think not... So there is what's the word American exceptionalism or or no American centrism where yeah. where we think we're the best and stuff like that and there is I think a lack of understanding especially for us tree smokers I know we're so used to I mean it's weed especially here in Michigan weed is legal Legal, recreationally medicinally 18 states like isn't that one of 22 states that I think or is it 18 that is medicinal and recreational it's 18 where it's so the we're used to moving around with weed and it's so so funny because like driving back from Ohio crossing the Michigan border the first sign you see oh you see is yeah uh, Ohio Michigan some some weed stuff Yeah. yeah I saw that yeah, there's definitely a feeling of, I mean, we do it here, so why isn't it like that anywhere? So, in, so okay. I get it. Like, if, mm-hmm. 
it was less than an ounce. Yeah, to me, it was just a little bit, and it's so, the vape pen at that. But at the same time, other countries, I just like the way when people think, oh, we're going to Jamaica, it's free. Yeah, so it isn't legal like that there. So I think sometimes we just have to recognize that um, our way isn't the law everywhere. Like she pleaded guilty for a reason. Hopefully, she can appeal. Well, no, her no, she needed to plead guilty. So the strategy is, in order for them to actually. Uh, be able to do a prisoner swap uh, diplomatically, she needed to be plead guilty and sentenced. So now mm -hmm. she's convicted over there. So now she's an official Russian prisoner. So that's, that was part of the strategy that I think people are missing, that part of these negotiations she had to... You know we're reactionary over here. We just go for the clickbait. All yeah, we see so is Brittany Griner. Like I saw that years. and I was just like, um, guys, I'm really... It's not like... Joe is not trying to do anything or Kamala or uh, the Secretary of State uh, Blinken. They, they bought come out and said, you know, we're negotiating, but it takes two people to, to negotiate. Who are the people who, who's the possible exchange? Isn't it a prisoner of war type person? So there's a prisoner of war they want. There's a prisoner... That's basically been convicted of terrorism here, and another prisoner that's was convicted of murder. That's on their wish list. So I saw people say that they don't feel like a prisoner of war is an even trait, just due to the possibility of just what they went through and everything like that. As where her crime is more so poor judgment. Do you feel like it's an? I hate. I don't know. I don't even like to think. Of, I'll just even erase that because I don't like to think of human beings as is it fair, is it even, or something. Yeah. Like so, that. And, and we knew as part of this negotiation, like the the Russian government was gonna do the most, mm -hmm. um, which was well within their rights. Basically, we got something y'all want. Guess. Yeah, I know. But and then I guess from my side, I do hear the it's because she's black. It's because she's gay. It's because, you know, so many reasons as to why her justice, people feel, have been delayed versus. And that's when you get into the whole LeBron argument again. And but, stuff I, like I, that. but I don't. But, but I, I do think there are other people who would get more expedient results versus versus Brittany Griner. And it is easier for the well, that's what you get and all this other stuff. I, I do think it's easier to throw something at her and whatnot like that because she does have a few boxes she checks and whatnot like that, socially speaking. Yeah, but I I guess the, we don't know exactly what the, the Russians, what all their contingencies are either, what mm -hmm. the, what's going on backdoor with the diplomatic relations like. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would be in the best interest of the U.S. to share all of that either. Oh, I mean, of course not. Well, yeah, we're not in the Trump era anymore where we get tweets about every single yeah, so, happen. Well, not and Trump before. basically said her ass should stay over there in jail. So Yeah, that's Trump, though. Trump is just annoying as heck. Just shut up. Just shut up. He's always been like that towards black women anyways in particular, but that's just another subject. But speaking of... Another sports star, Deshaun Watson, yeah, he's been so, in the news. Um, got suspended for six games for breaking the NFL code of conduct, basically. 
due to his massage habit of exposing his <laughs> genitals and masturbating and asking for oral sex and um he did he has settled all but one lost That's lawsuit the thing. now yeah and, I, and they all involve a NDA, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did, I did actually go and read um, what the judge ruled, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the NFL is appealing because they feel like six game isn't enough. Um, but one of the things that was in the court documents is instead of using the standard masseuf towel to cover his private area he would bring his own smaller towels so there's a lot of uh, npr even ran some stories where he would he would when he would reach out he would say you know i'm just really trying to help a black business out you know i'm just really trying to help a sister out i'm just trying to you know help a he would basically try to endear them and essentially and say, I'm just trying to help a sister. I'm just trying to help a, a small business out and whatnot like that. And that would set up the, you know, the whole feeling of, well, I mean, he is taking a chance on us. So, you know, we should agree and everything like that. Yeah. Just a position of power, essentially. And, Manipulation I'm not, and I'm not one to call for somebody's job, uh, especially another black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like, had these been white women mostly, mm-hmm. I don't think he would be playing. Well, look at Gronk. Um, there's, there's. I think the NFL is kind of notorious for yeah, sweeping I mean, violence ben, and indiscretion. Ben Roethlisberger in particular. Was, yeah. Oh, is it Roethlisberger? Did I mess up when I said yeah. Gronk or whatever Gronk has? I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think Gronk has ever My been. My bad. I'm sorry. Really <laughs> I don't know. I know. Listen, I'm not a football person like that. As y'all can tell, I tell, I tell ha, quite on the had, quite had been accused two or three different times of but still that but still as it relates to i think just um just major if, league sports nfl is I think, if you no, can win more lenient yeah if you can win at some games that's all they care about they just care I about mean, the dollars you have what lauren phillips kill somebody and still play. and you know at this point he's 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 almost a spectacle so that's definitely going to draw eyes on the yeah, game I just, more i don't know he's he's claiming he's innocent he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. He doesn't then, need therapy. I don't know if you're at the press conference yeah. when someone asked, do you feel like you kind of, and he's, I can't remember verbatim. And if I, and then his attorneys have said some, some interesting things too. Oh, I'm not surprised. About massages, you know, people expecting happy endings and stuff and they go get a massage and. They're just making it even worse. It's a joke at this point. They're going to. They're going to let the man play. Is it what, six-game suspension you said? Yeah, I, I feel like the NFL, is since they've appealed, they're going to act for at least 10 games. If I was the commissioner, he wouldn't play in my league ever again. How many, um, is it what, how many games are in the season? 17. 17, so 10 games. Oh, obviously that's more than half the season. Uh, but And they just spent how much on him? Um, he signed like a $230 million contract. That's just so you're saying he wouldn't play in your league, but legally speaking, I mean, he kind of he's got like a 90 percent plus like rate of success for, you know, I guess not having any legal culpability, which is what it was brought. to. I, I, I don't know. It's just where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. You've had all these lawsuits. You've sold them all with NDAs. 
Uh, some of the things that were in the documents, you bring your own towel, what your attorney said. And then, like, who are your PR people? Because if I'm coaching you PR-wise, you know, I'm making donations to the community. I am going to therapy. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, do you want someone to get up there? At the same time, Rodney, we, we've hated when, when we see people on that. I want to apologize to to XYZ community. I'm not even just saying... Like uh, the fake apology tour. I mean, yeah. I, I think there's a, a fine line between, I don't know, just flat just, out denial and hubris and just... I just think back like... When Kobe Bryant died, you had people trying to crucify his character for his rape allegations. And I don't see that with the Deshaun Watson situation. Like, they're not. Oh, that you're saying it's not that. People were emotional. Listen, the way Kobe passed was tragic. We weren't expecting it. It was out the blue. We were all pretty tender those last couple of weeks. Who was it who told someone to shut that? Was it, was it Snoop? Or... Yeah. <laughs> it was one of them. People were emotional. People, it, it was an emotional time then. I'm sure if Deshaun were to get, I don't even put that out there, but if there was something tragic I, to I'm happen. Just, I'm just saying. the. You know death I'm makes just, people speak out. I'm just saying the way the media has portrayed it, you're saying he has or hasn't gotten, you think? Oh, I, I think he's he's gotten better media t- better me- media coverage than he deserves. Yeah, I just think it's one of those sensational stories as well. I just think because there's the element of, the, there's the sexual element, and people are always excited about that. And th- those type of trials make it big. Bill Cosby, Mystical just got a charge. He's back in the yeah. news on a sexual assault charge. So when I'm like yeah. 20, I mean, it's like 25 women and. But you said 22 out of 23 settled. So for some people, and trust me, I trust me, I'm with you on the, on the where there's smoke, there's fire, but. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm just like, Oh no, I feel, no, I was me, reading it like for you to bring your own like hand towel and stuff. It's like you did this on purpose, sir. Your genitals. Would oh, of course. Oh no, th- there's something there, and the fact that he just denies it is just, yeah. But do you want him to sit up there and be like, "You're right, I do have a problem," because that's not what I mean. That. I wouldn't, as his attorney, I wouldn't advise him to do that. I'm just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's sickening. It's disheartening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think about particularly the the black women like what do you have to do in society like go back to the malcolm x mm-hmm. basically the most disrespected person in society is the black woman are we aware of the the demographics well i so i know that clip of i heard so there specifically was i, I just want to help a sister out like yeah. he literally said i just want to help a black woman out a sister out and isn't he married um i don't think he's married he got a girl something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he he's got a a significant other? Yeah. But I don't know if No, they're still together. <laughs> I don't know if they're married though. Okay, you know? okay. But uh, no, you were saying what though? Sorry about that. I know there there were some other ethnicity, but I know the vast majority uh were were black. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's it's a sad day. It's uh, just disheartening. That's true, too, because I've definitely seen the people who say, well, I mean, he 
he he he beat the cases so to speak and whatnot so why not and i just think people are just so they just want to see their sport they just want to keep up with their draft live in a bubble not really you know and it i don't know it's i don't know because you got like i feel like we since this sensationalized a lot of people that do things the wrong way and don't Mm -hmm. build up like they're like they're lebron haters like everywhere but He's never been accused of stepping out on his wife. I mean, he did just have the DM scandal situation a little bit, but, and oh, yes, he has. He I mean, so they're not like major stories, but as a comment reader for years, no, nah, he, he, some people just are better than others, but like nationally speaking, yes, he, he or, ain't on Neo's level. He, yeah, or, or Steph. Yeah, he, he ain't, he ain't as bad as Neo, which mm. goes back to our question from the Lions. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But no, I feel you. And he's got the two boys, Bronny and um, what's his Bryce. other son? Bryce. Yeah. And I can't, I don't know, I can't think of his daughter's name, but Zuri. She is the cutest thing in the world. I'm sorry. I, as y'all can see, I like celebrity stuff sometimes. That is my. That's the cutest little girl in the world to me. I just love her personality and her spirit. You're not a fan of uh, Blue Ivy? Oh, I like Blue Ivy. Oh, but we could talk about her mom. We can get, yeah, Blue Ivy with the Beyonce. Yeah, I guess we can just get on into to Renaissance. And you're, uh, you were anticipating it. So what yeah. was your first thought? It's a solid album. Not a great album. It's solid. Mm-hmm. It's what Beyonce does. She doesn't make great albums. She makes solid albums. Will you and the wife be at the tour? Because I know she got um, to yeah, the tour with uh, this. We'll be at the tour. I know she has to we'll, drop we'll a tour. Probably, it'll probably be a date night couple thing. Something. I am sure. I am sure. But I, am uh, sure. I like the album. Okay. Uh, Any favorite tracks off the top of your head? Well, first, have you listened to it since you first spun it? Yeah, I've, I've listened to it. Um, I listened to it actually last night. A couple tracks in particular since she removed... Um, some samples. Oh, did she really remove it? Um, on the song Energy, the Khalees okay. sample, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, which I think is a bunch of bullshit, but I'm that not. That it shouldn't have been removed? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Khalees, so. What? Oh, even. <laughs> hmm. Wow. <laughs> Let me take a stab at it. Why aren't you a fan of, of Khalees? <laughs> we all know I'm not a fan of Khalees. You, uh. Man, you need to redirect that. You need to redirect that off baby girl's allegations and whatnot like that. No, I haven't been a fan of Khalees since um, she kept the birth and um, night from Nas. And All I will say is Kaleidoscope went in. That was an amazing album. I think Khalees is, is uh, good. It seems like some of her ire might be misdirected and whatnot like yeah, that. But like, but like Diane be- Warren said, why do you need 24 collaborators for one song? But that's another discussion and whatnot like that. I don't know. It's sad that we're more so talking about Khalees and how great the album should be, though. So yeah. I feel like the hive kind of needs to redirect some of that energy, get themselves up for my girl. Um, I have my own <laughs> issues with Khalees, but yeah, no, 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 no. Let's talk about it. And I don't, I don't think her issues necessarily would, but Beyonce at this point, it should be I, with Pharrell yeah. and Chad. But unfortunately. Yeah, it is easy to target. BB is an easy target for other women entertainers, unfortunately, because she is the biggest and whatnot like that. Yeah, so. She's an easy target. No, but no. 
You up here talking about keeping the birth. I saw the Jason Lee Hollywood Unlocked interview where she said allegedly they had a physical relationship where there were some uh, Willie Lump Lump's a sexual reference, but it was it was some it was some rocking going on. I've heard that, too. And, you know. Well, I listened to the interview and I saw what she put on Instagram and that came out. But regardless of the fact, I'm I'm not saying nah, I'm But you're saying because she kept the birth of night from him. Yeah, that was some petty. <laughs> People be going through it. I kind of wonder what's yeah. They obviously had to find in, out on TMZ. They they probably were in a not so good space, but. I know people care about relationships and stuff. She obviously remarried. She lost her husband earlier this year, too, to cancer, too. So it does seem like she's going through a lot as well. Yeah, so she had uh, a, I don't know when she had her husband. Lost her husband. I know her and Nah went through a very public uh, custody legal yeah. battle overnight, too. Uh, her wanting to move night to a whole nother country. Yeah, well, she did. I know she started the whole farm to table situation, yeah, so. eating well. But no, so back to the album though. So, okay, so she removed it. So she really did officially yeah. remove it. Okay. Yeah, and um, I don't know, Khalees, uh, reach out to Ludacris. Oh, because she sampled some of his stuff. No, I'm just saying, Ludacris. Like, I forgot what album was where he talked about, you know. Making sure you own your own masters and stuff. And oh, every rapper tries to do that masters line now. Royce to five nine does it. I just but I, I, the rapper. But Ludacris was the first one where he actually broke it down. Like, and then Prince I, did for a lot yeah, of rap brothers. Or yeah, because even Nas has said, you know, he wanted to work with Prince. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. come talk to me with y'all, y'all. Yeah. But I always had respect ever since I read Scarface Diary of, mm-hmm. of a Madman, where he talked yeah. about Def Jam wanting to sign Ludacris and Ludacris showing up with his attorneys mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. saying, if you want to sign me, I need my masters. I need all of this. Go, Luda. And so. I was just listening to Theater of the Mind this week. Yeah, I know we so, both love that album. Yeah, so Luda uh, was always... He was up on it. I know. And it's unfortunate. But, yeah, it does seem like if it's a production thing. And she's she's publicly talked about her issues with um ne- the Neptunes over the last few years. I can't remember if the Neptunes yeah, issued a response. I don't think they've ever spoken really, about it. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. A lot of people get, you know. And I know Chad tricked. and Pharrell just kind of mended their, their friendship, uh, relationship. They're back producing together. Okay. Good. Well, that'll be interesting to see how she sets this tour up with the stage. She yeah. she always puts on a good show. I'm wondering if we're gonna get a Jay Z album. You I'm know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm as marketing geniuses as they are. I'm sure there will be some collaboration. I'm sure she'll drop a commercial yeah. in the middle of the night. He'll have some commercial with some vegan. Something. Well, he just did the. What's the Kevin Hart oh, the song? Oh, Heart to Heart? Yeah. I didn't watch that episode. Have was, you? It was pretty good. Was it? Have you seen any, any, any other episodes of that podcast? Um, I saw the Taraji P. Henson one. I actually said uh, there's a, a, a Tracy Ellis Ross one, I think. I, wanna, I can't that remember. That one I would see. Taraji P. Henson was really, really good. Like you, They're real cool, yeah, so I'm you, sure they probably yeah, do have a good You can dynamic. tell that they're real Oh, good that probably is a good life. interview. Yeah, that's probably good. 
That's yeah. probably a good one. Okay, cool. No, so I did listen. I always like to at least give a listen throughs just so I can substantiate how I feel about things. I listened. I had a road trip. I had a nice long road trip, so I had a chance to listen to the um, Beyonce album. And yeah, there was some, you know, there was some some decent tracks on there. Some some good high energy tracks and whatnot. Yeah, it's not that. a kid friendly album, but it's. Oh yeah, well I, you know, I was riding with Jesus, yeah. <laughs> so it was just us two in the whip, but. No, it, it was okay. It was high energy. They, um, I went to, like, not a festival, but like a concert, and I was nervous that they were going to try to mix a lot of Beyonce in this week, and I was like, can we just keep to the, you know, where we're at? But I will say it was nice to see um, "Break My Soul" go up. It went, it went, it it was received very well when it was mixed and whatnot like that. I will say that. So that was nice to see. That that was probably my Beyonce summer moment to yeah. see to see the song mixed and go up well okay so um look forward to it though we'll see yeah I'm looking forward to the tour I know y'all are I know y'all looking forward to those hundreds of dollars worth of tickets that y'all mm-hmm. ladies are gonna be like I gotta go but it's always a nice date night yeah so we'll Beyonce see because um, we'll, we'll <laughs> we're also planning Jamaica trip next year so Tickets are so crazy, man, especially with Ticketmaster and everything like that. I wish I could, I wish I could fight them. I'm not even a physical person, but they just, those fees are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I overpaid for this Kendrick concert and now look, I bought the ticket too early and now where I see, I guess it it sold a certain way. And so what I've paid, I know I could, you can get a floor seat now. Like you can, you can get a floor seat for like maybe a hundred dollars for this Kendrick yeah, show next week. Yeah, that's why I haven't bought my Nas and Wu-Tang tickets yet. I looked, the lawn seat is only $30. Mm-hmm. It's only $32 for the lawn seat for the, eh, I'm a little nervous though. We didn't talk about it, but this monkey pox, I, I'm a little, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a concert I'm a, head. I'm, I'm a, a little, little nervous. nervous too. Um, I'm being That was actually you. when we went to go see our family doctor yesterday. That was the topic of conversation. Okay. Because we're at how many cases here in Michigan? I think 66 like. 66 or 70 now. They doubled overnight though. The Facebook Nick Nog community says someone at the Chrysler plant, you know, these. Yeah, no, it's. it's oh, it's it real? Is, yeah, that is real. Yeah, my my cousin works at the Chrysler. Y'all hear him? See exactly. <laughs> okay, so how does he know though? Like how- it, something went out from the union. Oh, really? Like there's yeah, he's he, been suspected yeah, he's or detected. About to try to go out on medical. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So that that is the one thing that makes me nervous because I love. I'm about to. As soon as we finish, I'm gonna look up a concert ticket for. I still want to see Denzel Curry. I still want to see Kate Trinata, but these things are just. It's wild yeah. out here. It's wild. It's yeah, wild. My, I feel like we're getting into coronavirus, like flu phase almost. So are you saying JB should shut us down? No, but I'm like, no. You don't want to shut down? I don't. I, I mean, I wouldn't care either way because... Like my job would go virtual. Well, yeah, either which way, but I'm just. And then psychologically, you know, it would be nice to be home with my son. That's what I don't. I'm I don't think the economic will is there to do it again. That's true. Yeah. No, that's true. That that's true. Yeah. So we'll see. Just gotta wash those hands, folks. Yeah, wash those hands. Keep those mask. You still wearing your mask? Keep it above. Uh. Indoors, yes. See, that's too long. No, in- <laughs> indoors, yes. Um. Uh, Outdoors, not really, mm-hmm. but indoors, particularly because my mom has MS. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys wear it over over the house and stuff. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, going back to teaching the fall, uh, I will. If I'm presenting to the class, I probably won't wear it. But like, if I'm working with a, because I'll be away. Because <laughs> there's there, a, are, are, no, there's a nice, vaccination requirements for the kids, right? No. So, it's like, if I'm working with students or a group, like I'll have my mask on. Let me fix my face and stop faking. I'm at a new organization that's, it looks not like us, but the last organization I was at looks more like us black. And we wore our masks. This new organization is predominantly white. These folks be out here raw dog yeah. in the air in that office. I'd be like, oh my, it's just so different and whatnot like that. But I, I can't talk because like I was saying, the show I was at last week, I definitely was out there nose in the air, like close to folks. So yeah. But that's a good rule to follow, especially around yeah, like, your mom and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, last weekend at the Zoom and stuff. Oh, yeah. No. I didn't have a mask on outside, but, like, when we went in the aquarium and stuff, like. People I, had them on. Yeah, I think me and Jamie were, like, the main two that had them on, though. But as a glassware, you know how that goes, though. Yeah. I just hate the steam that comes. I, I, I have to make decisions on how I breathe with the mask and yeah. the glasses. So, to end it. Um, thought it would be cool to kind of do a, a relationship type question with every podcast. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm hearing come up more and more with conversations with people um, is this whole idea of open open relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing more and more people open to them. Or who who are you seeing? Uh, more more black people I've known that have talked about him. I have a friend in particular. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife are in an open relationship. Uh, she likes to date women and basically told him he could date as well. Okay. Uh, she doesn't want to. He wants to know when she's dating someone. She doesn't want to know. Um Hold on. You're saying if she's dating someone he doesn't want to know? He wants to know. She doesn't want to know if he's dating someone. Who's the one who proposed this? Um, She did. She came to him and said, I miss dating women. And he okay, said, okay. He said, I do too. How long How long were they married for? Um, They've been married? married about six years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I've heard, I've heard other people um, talk about what would be considered like an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know I wouldn't, I'm not a <laughs> fan. And mm-hmm. I even think if I propose something like that, like my wife would be like, well, why do you want to do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know, just your thoughts. <laughs> on- um, I think it takes an extremely mature and confident couple if they are going to engage in something like that. I don't necessarily, hmm. So to your point, I have seen, uh, it is more of a conversation topic now, just as you look at the sheer numbers, unfortunately, of men, the ratio of men versus women, women. then just the reality of what people are trying to um, attain. And then some people consider it more so going back to a cultural root, um, like, oh, well, you know, we've done it before in other civilizations and in the past and whatnot, so it's not, and then, You'll have people try to do the whole biology thing, like a man ain't meant to just be with one person, and all that. That's why God gave us all this, sper- whatever that quote is from, and whatnot. For me personally, I will say years ago, 
I used to be like, oh, you know, that makes a lot of sense. A few years ago, I've kind of reined in on it, but now I'm at the point of whatever works for y'all relationship, to be honest with you. If you guys know that you've been together for so long and I know couples who, when, when we're on vacation out of town, will explore. You know, people have certain parameters on it and whatnot like that. So I kind of just think it's about what works for you and your relationship. But I definitely get the side of why are we going to be in a monogamous relationship if we're always going to necessarily give ourselves opportunity for, um, you know, the chance for something else. I have met a couple where it's a husband and wife and the wife proposed. It does seem to be the wife proposing and the you know, let's have an open relationship. And the husband said at first he was um, offended. He felt like, well, dang, am I not doing what I should be doing in, in the house? So it, it led to like feel- an episode of the shy. But. Yeah. And, oh, see, I don't, and so it led to feelings of insecurity. And then I guess my only thing that I do see with that is when I do see open relationships proposed, it always is in favor of the male. You know, these sister wife shows on TLC, it's usually the man who has the wife option. But when you do bring up the prospect of, well, can the women have, you know, the opposite sex? Because usually that's the quote unquote, I hate to say it, stereotypical fantasy of, yeah. oh, two women or multiple women. That's when the conversation changes. You don't really see too many men too gung ho for, um, oh, yeah, well, you know, she can have multiple male partners. I feel like, uh, what's his name? I'm a classic man. Uh, uh, yeah. He's the only male celebrity who I, who, who I have seen who has said, you know, who will practice that and he's okay with the woman being with other men and whatnot like that. So sometimes to me, it looks like it's an ego thing with men as to why they, they do propose it. But it is interesting that I've given an example of a woman proposing it and you have as well too. So sometimes I feel like it's for that person to get out their other desires. But I think that might lead to the question, are we just meant to be with one person, which is a kind of different discussion. Yeah. So I uh- I don't know. I've that was all seen, over for me. Yeah, I've seen it just, I guess, in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. More, more. The proliferation yeah. of D Ray, the comedian, isn't he kind of known for. And what's the. Michael Blackson. Mm-hmm. He's. I don't know if he's on that, but he's he's allowed to cheat once a month, I think. Not, not even cheat, or have um, a relationship, an outside relationship once a month. They were on one of those um, VH1 reality shows and whatnot, and they were talking about that. And it seemed like the fiancé, because he's engaged, she was okay with it. But as they talked about it with more couples, like Styles P was on there, Claudia Jordan. I saw like one or two episodes. As more people discussed it, it seemed like she got more embarrassed by it. So she kind of like recanted a little bit of her feelings. But And he was on Uncle Shay's podcast, too, talking about it, too, I want to say. Um, Shannon Sharp's podcast where he's allowed in his relationship, I think, to have, like, one outside person a month. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I don't... That's a lot. That's you, you open yourself up to connections, diseases. People are, people are wild out here. Mm-hmm. People are not hinged too tight these days. So and you add sex into the mix, you're just asking for it. Yeah, no, I don't... Yeah. To me, do you, I feel like sometimes I can even open up Pandora's box. So then you get people being sneaky and even though they set rules. That's why I said initially when I have heard it discussed and it's been successful, it's usually been a couple that's been into it, been into, you know, their relationship for over a decade. And they're very secure and comfortable with themselves and whatnot, because it definitely takes an open minded person, I think, if you are going to um, go through that. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I know it's not um, 
for me. <laughs> okay. When they got married, if I if I felt that way. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know. I just think it was like for like twenty years ago it was a more taboo thing than it is now. But when you think of all the so even this Kevin Samuel stuff, when when you're a high value man and you make X amount of money. At the same time, there is this societal expectation of, well, if you make more money for some people who subscribe to that, if you make X amount of money, you're going to have more options. You're going to have more. And as Chris Rock says, you're only as faithful as your options. So if you're going to have more options, if you're going to be at a certain stance in life and broke niggas cheat too or whatever. But if you're going to have all these options, then why not go ahead and just put the title of open relationship on it and whatnot if you know that for some people you know that cheating is inevitable but going back to our question i think the last one was um would you want to know if your spouse was cheating we were talking about neo look what came out days later mr i wouldn't want to know if my spouse was cheating i went got a stripper pregnant allegedly Mm -hmm. so i mean it's like do you just go ahead and make it that way if you know it's going to be a certain way i don't know but like I said, you just have to work out what works for you and your relationship. Yeah, and I and I think that's the key. Like us, like I saw something on Facebook that said a man shouldn't have if a man's in a relationship, like he shouldn't have to cook and clean and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that, that works for you. It's not gonna work for everybody. Like you gotta decide. You know, you love to cook. Some men yeah. love to cook. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, I would never deny. A man is a chance in the kitchen. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just have to do what works for you in your relationship and whatnot. You guys know what 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 works for you, what you can handle. Yeah. So. And you know your mate's temptation mm-hmm. level. So I uh, will get out of here on that note. Mm-hmm. And we'll catch y'all in two weeks. Sounds good. Enjoy. Okay. Catch Take y'all care. on the B side. Peace. <laughs>